Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Friday, May 21st, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen, alongside the rested and rejuvenated Joe Sarvati, also known as Coach. How about a day off here and you come back and it's only a one-game slate, Coach? I, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's like, what? But then, then again, you look at the other side and you get 15 MLB games right in the teeth. So That's right. that'll keep you on your toes. Plus, we've got all the PGA Championship action going on, which is another great thing. But uh, thanks for doing a great job yesterday. It definitely was a re- refresh. I feel like I'm ready to go a thousand miles an hour today and and get it done. But uh, yeah, appreciate everybody uh, listening in. Uh, also, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, please hit that thumbs up. Hit the little uh, uh, subscribe button is what I'm trying to think of. And the, the alarm up in the corner that lets uh, everybody know that uh, uh, when all these podcasts comes out. But Yes, very excited. Memphis, Golden State, you lose, you're out. Uh, what's your take on these playing games now that we're down to the last one? I love it. You know, it's, I, I like the system. I like how it encourages teams to push more towards the end of the season. Uh, right on the fringes, you get the extra drama and excitement of, of seeding. You know, it hasn't quite lived up really. You know, I guess I'm fresh off of last night with the blowout, which yeah. which hurt us a little bit. You know, it was, a, it was kind of a min-cash type night where we didn't get the, the monster minutes and, and output from uh, Westbrook. We we had uh, Brissett in there, and he didn't get the big minutes because of the blowout. So, you know, I, I was banking on that being a closer game, and it would have been a lot more fun to see some drama in that one. But right. uh, this game, hopefully, we'll get that. Uh, we saw a great battle with them on the last game of the regular season. Pretty tight spread here, four points on betus.com.pa, our presenting sponsor. Um, so, you know, we'll see. If, the jury's out. If we can just get some some tight finishes here, then uh, then I'll be excited. I'm with you. I mean, I, I know that it's getting trashed by tons of people, and there's some players and coaches that don't like it. I think it's great. I mean, look at what the situations we had down the stretch. Almost every team but three or four in each conference were alive in the last couple of days of the season, They were all jockeying for position. Nobody even brought up tanking because that's usually such a subject the last couple weeks of every season. So I thought it did. It reached its purpose. I like that it gives teams opportunities. And yes, unfortunately, we had the great L.A. Golden State game. But the other games have sort of all been blowouts, which is really weird because these teams are all, you know, have almost identical records. But, you know, I think we're going to get a good one tonight, though. I think this is going to be. Uh, a close game, hard-fought game, two teams, you know, that are right on the, the cusp of getting in or out, and uh, I think we're going to see a good one. Well, let's get folks ready for DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, starting on that uh, Memphis side, how are you breaking down uh, the Grizzlies side of things? Well, you know, it's it's funny. I, I think the Grizzlies can win this game. I know a lot of people uh, are, think that Golden State's just, you know, with Curry and everything in the shooting, they're too good. and But they're only a four-point favorite. So Vegas obviously isn't, like, sold that Golden State's an easy winner here because you usually get a couple of points for being at home. So, you know, even they think it's it's a tight game. And, you know, you've, you've got the, the wild card of – Brooks. And I've been talking about him a lot because, 
he's the key to that team. Yes, Ja is phenomenal and Joe Val's phenomenal. But if Dylan Brooks wasn't the dog he was on defense and hit some big shots, uh, they wouldn't be in this position. And, you know, look, this last game, you know, we talked about it a lot that, you know, he's going to give DeRozan some trouble because he gives everybody trouble. And he did. DeRozan played his tail off. He ended up doing okay, but I think he shot like 20, 25%. And that was simply because Brooks busts his tail. So my thinking, Andrew, is Brooks is going to do the same thing with Curry. Now, Curry's a tougher guard because he's coming off 8 million screens and curling, and he needs about a, a tenth of a second to get a shot up. But I do like the fact that it, you know, you would think Brooks can keep him from one of those 40-plus real point kind of games. Uh, what do you think about that matchup? Well, it, it's, I mean, it sounds good because Brooks is so physical and intense and aggressive, but they didn't get it done the first time they saw Curry. And it, it's funny how these teams played three times. The first two, Curry was out, and Wiggins went off the first game for 40, which was a surprise. And then he had 20 the second time, and, and Poole, as a starter, scored 26. And then you know, that last game of the regular season, Steph did put up 46. I know. It was the first time they saw him. So, you know, dealing with him in, in the flesh, so to speak, maybe they're able to do a little bit better this second time around. But, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to bet on Steph today. I plan to have him Are in you? my lineups, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard not to. I mean, uh, he's been on such a run, and I get it. And, you know... I he still may have 35, 38 points and then assist steal. I mean, he still may be imperative. I certainly agree to having your DFS lineup, but for the game scripting of it, I I just I know what's taking place in these other games, but I just feel like he's he's going to not become not playable in DFS, but I think it's going to create somebody else having to step up from Golden State, and that's what I'm trying to come down to is, is it going to be Wiggins? Is it Draymond? You know, who is it that's going to be that second banana to Curry that is going to definitely have to pick up some extra shots and play with a guy like Brooks guarding him? And, and we, you know, we talked a little bit about this before the podcast, and really the way these these lineups build out is you sort of have two options and I'll let you speak to that too. And it's, do you, do you roster the two studs that have been murdering the DFS world with their points in, uh, in Steph and Joval and then fill in with, you know, a couple of, uh, what what do we used to call them? Undesirables. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know, or do you go that route or do you sacrifice and sit one of the studs, Curry, Joe Val, and then be able to load up with the second flight guys like, you know, Wiggins and and Jaw? So, man, I'll tell you, you know, I'm interested your take on that, because I I do think this game is going to be close. I'll give you a a couple of the stats real quick and then get your response to that, because that, I think, is the key to determining which way you want to go on your build. But it is Golden State uh, minus four, 220 and a half. Pace, fast teams, eight and third, but really good defensive teams, sixth and fifth. 
So two of the fat, the combination of speed with, with rank defense, these are the top two in the entire league. Nobody would believe that, but it's the truth. The two teams that have the combined fastest pace with best defensive efficiency are these two teams. So that makes for an interesting game. <clears throat> but neither team is very efficient on the offensive side with Memphis 15th and Golden State 19th. So that is really an odd set of, of statistics that you don't normally see together and really doesn't give you much to go off of as far as additional strategy based on uh, you know the statistical analysis. Um, the same guy, McDermott, who nobody knows who he is, is still out for Memphis. And then the important two for Golden State remain out, Lee and Ubre. So how are you initially looking uh, at, at your build here, Andrew? Yeah, I agree. I think that's the key question. And for me, I'm leaning towards Steph being a lock and Joe Val being the question mark. And he okay. has been terrific lately. He's been showing his potential. I mean, 50 or 60 fantasy points. We know he has it. You know, regular season, you just on a, on a nightly basis cannot trust him. He gets in foul trouble. He does he, get in foul his trouble. His minutes are reduced. Right now he's playing to his potential, and so it's hard to think about fading him. I think that, you know, that's the key consideration for me, especially in GPPs, is maybe this is the time to get off of Joe Val. And, you know, he was awesome against the Spurs. He was awesome against Golden State right here in the regular season finale with yeah. Looney out there. Um which it surprised me a little bit. I mean, I have I have faith in Looney as a solid defender. He's not the ty- he's not a Gafford type who's going to go create his own block party in, in you know a few minutes and just light up the the scoreboard with fancy points. He's more of a cash game solid DFS player, just like he is on the court. He's just a solid right. grinder. Steady, steady. Yeah. doesn't play way above the rim, but fundamental and, and strong enough to give people trouble. Um, so. Does he finally turn the corner a little bit here against Joval and slow him down a little bit? Is is this where Joval comes back to earth and either gets in foul trouble or the ball just doesn't bounce his way? Uh, I'm more likely to build a lineup today, I think, where I, I go along that game script and just pay up for Curry and then try to fill out my lineup with other stars here. Um, but it's also different on FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, right. You have to figure out who you want your captain to be on DraftKings. And yeah. if you if you go with a value captain on DraftKings, you can get Steph and Joe Val and you can you you like the rest of your roster. If you go with Steph as your captain, then it's tough to go with Joe Val and then like the rest of your lineup. You're gonna have to go with a couple value guys. So uh, yeah. I'll, I'll keep playing with it on on DraftKings. On on FanDuel, I think you can play them both and feel feel a little bit better than you would on DraftKings. Um, so it's going to be fun to, to continue, continue to work on it here. Yeah, I mean, it's it makes for a really exciting game and, and a really tough decision, you know, to be made. Um, <clears throat> right now, you know, I'm leaning and, you know, I'll be working on this just like you all, all afternoon and all the way up until lock. And, you know, feel free to join us, DFSCoachTalk.com. If you want to be involved, Fridays are our biggest day uh, every week for the three-day pass because you get in there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for $10. So you get all of our lineups. Everything, when you become a member at Coach Talk, you get everything we offer. So you'll get 
all of our sports, the tons of baseball, the PGA Championship, with we're, we're putting out lines tonight for the weekend only. And then, of course, the basketball action, which <clears throat> my favorite Saturday and Sunday of the NBA season is the first weekend of the playoffs because you have four games and four games. So you have 16 teams playing for broke. It's the playoffs. I mean, I'm, I'm out of my mind excited about Saturday and Sunday. So definitely join us and check it out. But we'll be discussing all this stuff all afternoon, which way to go. <clears throat> but I can tell you this, Andrew. So tell me what your opinion is here. I think I'm going to take two slightly different approaches, and it alludes to pretty much exactly what you just said. I think on DraftKings, I'm going to try to figure out the third guy, which is, I think, the key. Is it Wiggins or Draymond or Jaw, whomever? And I'm going to use them as my captain. And then I'm looking more than likely to put Curry and Joe Val in there and then going with, with two value guys. So that's that's my theory right now because there are some value guys, you know, that – I, you know, like Toscano Anderson, who's not super cheap, you know, but you can go down and take a shot with a Jordan Poole or a Brandon Clark. I mean, it, it doesn't get super pretty if you're going with those heavy hitters, but something's got to give, you know, the, so that's the option I'm looking at on DraftKings right now. On FanDuel though, I think I'm going to go either Curry, Joe Val or Joe Val Curry, and then go also value plays because I just, I'm not convinced that this isn't going to be a good game. I Like I said, I think Memphis can win it. And let's face it, if if Val has a horrible game, they have no chance against Golden State. So if my theory plays out, I think, you know, he really steps up. And, uh, you know, regardless of Brooks, it, with the way Curry's been shooting the ball, a day's rest, how do you leave that guy out? I mean, it just doesn't seem... He should be 100% on, regardless of what spot you put him in. So that's my initial thinking anyway, sort of a little bit different build. And then on Yahoo, it's it's very, very similar to FanDuel, where it's the three graduated positions of, you know, the multiplier. So probably going to do similar on, you know, on, on uh, FanDuel as what I'll do on Yahoo. Yeah, it makes sense. And, uh, you know, on DraftKings, the... If you go with that cheaper captain, that's that's certainly one way to do it is to go with one of those second tier guys. Yeah. Um, yesterday on, on the podcast, I talked a little bit about that strategy on DraftKings and how often right. if it if there's a somewhere a guy between three to six thousand who goes off, that's the guy you want as your captain in GPPs. And of course, it was Gafford yesterday. This yeah. game, um, it's a little harder to see one of those guys do it. Uh, Toscano Anderson is on the upper edge of that price range. You got Poole and Looney. Those would probably be my three favorite options. Um, yeah. The the mid tier guys on Memphis, you know, like under six thousand on DraftKings, I don't like quite as much. I wanted to talk about their bench a little bit because Grayson Allen, you know, he played five minutes in that last yeah. game. And wow. So so Melton and Bain got more run. What happens if he plays? more as a regular part of the rotation here i think melton or bain could take a hit and it kind of muddies the water for those guys definitely and then with the quote-unquote bigs on the memphis uh, bench one one point i wanted to make is that tillman got more minutes in the last game 
against San Antonio, but Clark has gotten more minutes against Golden State because of who they have coming off the bench. It's it's right. Toscano Anderson as the as the big, and Clark yeah. I think is a better matchup for him than Tillman. He's got that extra quickness. So if you're gonna play with that part of the slate, I would recommend that folks go to Clark over Tillman. Uh, okay. you know, not that you want to use either one of those because with Triple right, J right. out there, it's a risk. It, yeah. It's a risk. I'm just saying I don't think Tillman is a guy to play tonight, even though he has been great in certain spots. Certainly when he starts, but he's yeah. he's been a good value a lot this season, just in a regular bench role. I just think his minutes might get squeezed a little bit because of Golden State's bench. I agree, and I mean that is, I mean dodging the bullets of the guys like a Grayson Allen last game that gets five minutes or whomever is the odd man out, that's the key. Because, you know, looking at the lineups last night, Andrew, I look, you know, seeing who was doing well and who wasn't doing well, there were a lot of pros that had, you know, one guy in there that did nothing or very, very little, and then you're you're done. I mean, that's why I'm not a big fan of these these single game slates. You know me, I I want the additional games, like the, the eight teams playing Saturday and Sunday. I mean, it's, you talk about sweet spot is perfect. Um, but this makes it tougher because you can't make that mistake. There's no mistakes to be made or you might as well mail, mail it in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that almost, you know, talking this through almost makes me want to be even more cautious to not have to go. Cause let's face it. I'll just give you a few names here. You know, uh, I think Tillman, Tillman, Looney, Clark, Poole to a certain extent, extent Bain, Mulder, Melton, that whole entire group, most lineups are going to have one of those guys. And you know what? Every one of those guys I just mentioned could take have five fantasy points. So finding a way to avoid the risk there um, sure would be nice. And Maybe that is sacrificing um, one of the, the better guys. I mean, you know, you you can't even think about Draymond or Jaw, basically, or even probably Brooks, if you're going to roster both Curry and Joval, because it's just, it doesn't add up. So that strategy ends up being the key. But man, it, isn't it painful, though, when you have your fifth guy and you're just saying, you know, just get his ass in there. I just need like 20, yeah. you know, and you can't get him in there. So I just don't want to be in that position. Uh, I'd rather have somebody, if they play like crap, okay, they played like crap. But they got their 25 minutes and I, you know, made the right choice kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, I agree. It sounds like you were talking about FanDuel with that last decision. With, yes. Uh, yeah, Draymond, guys like that missing out if you go with Steph and Joe Val, because then you, you have to take somebody on the bench who, who may only get 12, 14 minutes. The only thing I would say though, is if you had Looney in that list, uh, he, he is in a different category for me. I think he's, I think he's locked in for 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes when they played, uh, at the end of the regular season, he got 31 minutes. It's the type of matchup where they need him, his big body against Joe Val. They just don't have anybody else. And he, you know, he can have some games where he's not great per minute. But with his price tag on this slate, I, I do like him. And he's, you know, he's been playing better lately. Double-digit rebounds. He, he really has, yeah. You know, 
I mean, he was cleaning up the glass against the Lakers. Um, yeah. So I, I do like Looney, but all those other guys, I agree with you, are really try to avoid them if you can. Um, one other point I'll make about Golden State and then throw it back to you, see if you have any final comments on the Warriors, is okay. with Damian Lee, the note I see for him right now is that he's questionable. We know he's been out for a long time with mm-hmm. the health and safety protocols. If he happens to get out there, then... I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Then Mulder, I think, is at risk of losing his minutes. He's gotten a little bit of a role here lately. Um, yeah. And, and it's important because Golden State has had a tight rotation here, just playing eight guys. You know, it's only right. it's only Poole, Mulder, and Juan Toscano-Anderson off the bench. I would not consider anybody else. And I if agree. Lee is out there, I wouldn't even consider Mulder, who isn't high on my list. But, you know, if you were building a GPP and you wanted to throw him out there, He's ultra cheap. Um, I just wouldn't do it if Damian Lee is active and he might play. I think I think you only would want to consider Poole or Toscano Anderson off that bench. I agree. Um, you know, I'll make two points on to the Golden State because they're going to be the pivotal guys for me. You know, Looney, as you mentioned, has been good. I mean, but here's here's my only concern, and you know how I am. I don't. I hate playing guys when they come off like their only good game in, in a while as far as really the numbers. And the last game Looney played, he was phenomenal. He only played 19 minutes, which it seemed like he played a lot more than that. But he had his highest DFS total in his last 20 games. In only 19 minutes, he had 29.1. But if you look at his games prior to, including the Memphis game, in the Memphis game he played 31 minutes and he had 22.7. And, and here are his minutes in his last several. 19, 31, 21, 23, 29, 23, 27, 32, 23, 24. So you're right. I mean, we can expect him 25 or 25 plus since he played a little extra against Memphis. You know, and he's going to be in that range probably 18 to, to 30 fantasy points at the most. So, yeah, that might be a guy that can make it work for you. But, you know, it's, again, it's not a, a complete slam dunk, but it's there. This is the guy that I like a little bit better. But, you know, again, I, I don't think Lee's possibility of playing is going to come into play here. They're not going to just throw him to the fire. I can't imagine. But pulls the same type of scenario. Here's his minutes. 26, 24, 33, 20, 20, 33, 28. So good minutes. But, you're, you know, you've got that one outlier game that he had against the Pelicans, 52.8 fantasy points, which we did have him that day, by the way. But other than that, it's always the same for him. 20, 21, 23, 17, 16. The last game he played 26 minutes, and it was only 14.7. So that was a kick in the, in the pants, and I had him there, too. So I like him. I like his minutes are safe. But... Again, you know, it's that's what makes these decisions so hard. I mean, is it, you know, is he if he puts another 14 on the board, that's not going to help you. But if he gets his 28 or 29 like he's gotten a few times, then then you're in business. So tough calls. But I think of all the guys I mentioned, I think those are the two safest, at least for me, for cash games. Yeah, for me as well. A pool, I feel good about his minutes, his opportunities as a scorer. To me, he has a little more volatility. Uh, he has a higher ceiling than Looney, 
but yeah. a, a lower floor in general, you know, because Looney, if he's out there, he he should get ten rebounds, so right and a couple buckets. So you know, I I think for cash, I think they're both definitely in consideration. How about the pivotal guys for Golden State? Uh, or I'm sorry for the Grizz that uh, we may not have touched on. You had mentioned, and I think it's a great point, because a lot of people will go, uh, you know, right to uh, Tillman because he's done so well throughout the year. But I agree with you. I think that's pretty scary as far as, you know, is he going to be a go-to guy? How about the last uh, three of the last five games, Andrew? Ten minutes in this last one, two minutes in the game before that. And then three games ago, they had somebody out, so he played 31. The game before that, five. So let me put it to you this way. Your advice is right. If everybody's playing, and right now, we, unless there's any news that breaks, Clark is in, Triple J's in, Slow Mo's in, Tillman might not get in. So I'm, he's not on my list. Yep, I cross him off. Um, I bet you he gets ownership, though. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Um, what about Clark? That's where I need the opinion because I've always been a Brandon Clark fan, but man, they've not really used him. I'm a big fan, but to to me, he's he's way down the list today because in that price range, you have Looney and Poole, who I like better, right? And I just I don't I don't like the minutes with Triple J and Anderson out there. So I think it's 14 minutes right in there somewhere. And I agree. He's good enough points per minute to get it done, but I like the other guys better. Yeah, I mean, when he plays mid-20s minutes, the dude always performs. He just, he's not getting the minutes, and I agree with you. I mean, you know, we're, you get that last spot, you got to get him in. And then, you know, the other guys, I I mean, it's like pulling teeth. You'll have a lot of people take Desmond Bain. That's the last one I wanted to get your opinion on, because look at this, though. This means something. Here's his minutes recently, 24, 28, 20, 23, 23. 19, 21, 21, 30. That's a lot of minutes. Yep. And But his output is pretty crappy. 14, 18, 16, 12, 16. He did have a 20. So, you know, it's the chicken and the egg deal. Do you want the guy that's on the court or do you want the guy that's going to perform? Certainly we want both, but it, it does he make your pull? Not not quite because okay. – you know, with it, Grayson Allen could take away from him. True. Um, and he's in that same same price range as Poole and Looney. And yeah. Bain is the type of player who he can much more easily have a dud for me com- compared to Poole because he's not as dynamic of a scorer. If he hits threes, boom, he'll pr- he'll pay it off, no doubt. He can. But if right. he doesn't, he's not going to drive to the rack like Poole and try to no. hammer a dunk over LeBron. I mean, that was an aggressive play. He, you missed the dunk, but... <sighs> He, Poole, that was, I got off my seat for that one. That man. was awesome. That was awesome. Bain is a strong guy, but he's not yeah. that type of dynamic driver like like Poole. So in, in this matchup with these prices, I, again, I defer to Poole. It's tough, though. This isn't going to be any easy plug-and-play. You got your guys set. I mean, game scripting and figuring out who those people are that are going to make the bottom of your you know final fourth and fifth guy in. Very, very tough. So it's going to be fun. I mean, I'm. it's one of those games, again, I think it's going to be a good game. So I'm, I can't wait to see how, how this one's going to flow. But uh, definitely, you know, 
jump in with us. Check us out, dfscoachtalk.com. We'll be debating this all afternoon. Really not waiting on any news. We know what it's, it's going to be. It's just now a matter of, you know, looking for any coach speak. Maybe, you know, there's something that comes out somewhere with this matchup or this guy they like better against whomever. Um, but we'll keep an eye out for all of that and then uh, make some final decisions for sure. But it uh, should be a good one. Looking forward to it. So jump in with us at DFSCoachTalk.com. Uh, grab the playoff package that you see scrolling across there on YouTube. And any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You can find the coach at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. You can find me at Language Olympic. And you can find the coach back here tomorrow with the four-game slate. Uh, he'll be fired up for that. Uh, and again, we'll continue these seven days a week all throughout the playoffs. So join us for the ride. Thank you for joining us today. On behalf of the coach and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen, and we'll see you tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.